good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Carl. I'm the lead student pastor here. Thank you for joining us at our New Hope Church TNT devotional. Uh, we're a church here in Houston, and we have our TNT devotional every Tuesday and Thursday morning, so I'm so glad you joined us today. I'm actually with uh, Carrie Ojeski. She's our pastoral yeah. care. She's coming next Tuesday to you, so make sure next Tuesday you join in because it's going to be the greatest TNT devotional of all time. Right, Carrie? <laughs> oh, but she's awesome. So um, next Tuesday she'll be uh, here, and so make sure you join in for that. And we also have Brian Burleson here, Mr. All Things to All People and Fixing All Things, and he's got us all set up here. So pray you're having a good morning, and uh, the Lord is blessing you today. And uh, my prayer is that we can encourage and teach y'all today from God's Word. I'm constantly, constantly humbled uh, that I get to be a part of what God is doing here at New Hope Church. And we are unbelievably blessed, y'all. Amen? Amen. And a huge shout out and thank you to Pastor Tim and Jane for leading us faithfully all these years. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for humble people like them. Uh, and for all of you to give a... I would love for you to give some love to them in the comments. Uh, tell Tim and Jane just how thankful we are for them. That'd be awesome. Uh, speaking of comments, love to hear from y'all in the comments. As, whether you're on YouTube or on Facebook, comment below where you're watching from. Uh, or just, hey, just say something encouraging. We all know we can use more encouragement these days. Um, also, I know that if you need any prayer, we are here for you. And so please comment and let us know. Uh, we have a community here at New Hope Church that supports each other. And uh, that is right here, right now on our TNT devotional. And so through the highs and the lows, we are there for each other. And so if you're catching up with us after, uh, know this. You can always text prayer, right, Gary? Prayer to 642123. So regardless of if you're watching live or you're catching up later, Text prayer to 642-123 so we can be praying for you. Um, big news coming up. Uh, this weekend starts this coming Thursday. We are bringing back our Thursday service. I have missed uh, getting to see you on Thursday nights. Uh, if you didn't know, before COVID, you know, that's how everything, right? It's just pre and post COVID these days. Uh, we had Thursday night service and it was the first service of the weekend. So. In other words, the, the message that Pastor Tim would teach uh, would be the same sermon on Thursday as he does on Sunday. Uh, it's great for people, maybe if you have something going on the weekend uh, or you, you have to work or something like that. And, and so we'd love to see you join us on Thursdays. And so here's what I would love for you to do right now. If you know someone that lives in the area, one of our four campuses, and they feel comfortable with coming in person to church, I'd love for you to tag them on our NH, student, our NH students, our New Hope social media so that they can know about this service. So we have some recent posts about Thursday service coming up and so you can go on Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook at New Hope Church TV and you can tag them so that they can know about that service and uh, we'd love for you to join us then. Uh, last thing before we move on uh, to our text for today. If you can volunteer on Thursday nights, we want you. Um, Come join our incredible volunteers that help make service happen. We could not, we could not have service without our volunteers. We are so thankful for our volunteers. And so we are still wanting volunteers for Connections and New Hope Kids. Um, and so if you want to do that, we'd love for you to get plugged in volunteering with us. All right, so let's jump into our text for today. Uh, we're beginning a new book study for our TNT devotionals. We are going to be going through the book of Proverbs. 
And so each TNT, we will hit on a different chapter of Proverbs, and the goal is to encourage you, one, with God's Word, always. Uh, and that's exactly what we're going to do through the book of Proverbs. And so I'd love for you to be reading along with us for each of these TNT devotionals. And so if you have a Bible nearby, go ahead and grab it. Now, if you're watching on your phone, don't get off of the devotional to then go uh, get to access your Bible app. Just go grab one if you have one. And so we will be starting in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. That sound good? So let me jump there. And we'll be reading that together. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. says this. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. All right, let me give you a little backstory, okay? Uh, a little backstory in the book of Proverbs. Mainly associated with Solomon, King Solomon. The reason uh, is, is that in 1 Kings chapter 3, uh, I don't really have time to read it. Well, I'll have time. I'll read it to you in a second. Um, but I'll summarize it, okay? Uh, you can read it later today. But basically, Solomon, when he's king, so he came after David, he's David's son, came, uh, was king after David, uh, he asked uh, the Lord for wisdom on how to lead his people, and so the Lord blessed him with wisdom. Actually, I'm going to read it to you, okay? You don't have to jump there. I'll just jump there real quick and read to you from 1 Kings chapter 3, kind of give you a little bit of... Uh, little bit of context of the guy that mainly associated with uh, Proverbs, wrote most of the Proverbs. First Kings chapter 3, um, starting at verse 10. Let me read this to you. So it says, The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, Since you have asked for this, and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for death of your enemies, but discerning discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, so that there will be never have, so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. So this idea that the Lord blessed Solomon with godly wisdom that has never uh, been seen before, and this wisdom uh, has been passed down to us in the form of these proverbs. And so what I want to do is let's jump back over to Proverbs chapter one now, and I want to hit on a uh, a few key verses from chapter 1 that really stood out to me. Um, so I want you to jump down now so you kind of see verse 1. It's all about Solomon, kind of who wrote it. And then I want to jump down to 5 through 7. I want to spend a little time reading there. That sounds good with y'all. So Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5 through 7 says this. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. Verse 7, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, I want to kind of go break these down a little bit um, and uh, kind of see what these are all about. And it starts in verse 5. It says, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance for the understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. There's something powerful, I don't know about you. Um, when someone knows a lot, who's like an expert at a subject, I wouldn't know this, but I see it before, um, yet is still always ready to learn more. Uh, I don't know, it's like a simple self-awareness that no matter how smart we may be, there's always more to learn. Uh, for some reason, it made me think of the show that used to come on Discovery Channel, Dirty Jobs. You ever watch Dirty Jobs? You ever watch it? Oh, yeah. I liked it. It's a good show. Um, and it's very simple. Uh, the title kind of tells you what it's about. It's a very simple contest. Micro 
the host would travel all over the country doing, well, nasty, hard, dirty jobs. And, uh, and though that was interesting, you know, whatever job he was doing, the most powerful part was seeing him interact with these people that did that job on a daily basis. And how he, I'm assuming it was real, I don't know, but he, he would genuinely look like he wanted to learn how to be a worm farmer or clean out a septic tank. Like there was something powerful about this man uh, wanting uh, to learn and be humble enough to be a learner. And let me ask you a little self-reflection. Are you walking in enough humility to be able to learn from others? Really? Like, is, is there someone at work maybe that uh, you've been subtly ignor ignoring because deep down you know there's things you need to learn from him or her? Or, uh, I believe wholeheartedly that the Lord puts people in our lives so that we can continue to grow and become the man or woman he's called us to be so that we can learn from them. Who is somebody today you can learn from? Uh, you can have a conversation with them and ask them for advice or ideas. Who is someone today that you can learn from? It's a powerful thing. As it says in verse 5, let me show you this. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Let us be learners because it is wise. Wise people listen and add uh, to their learning. Now, verse 7. Let me jump down to there. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and, and instruction. Fear, right? So that's what it says at the beginning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And fear, when I was thinking of it, reminds me of my daughter, um, Eliza. She's, man, like two and a half now. Kind of crazy. Um, but during this season, um, you know, we haven't been able to go out and see as many people as much as we would like to. And so she's gotten a lot more fearful of people, you know, of like being scared and bashful and shy. And she got real shy and like hide behind my leg, which let me just say, wow, there is, there is something powerful about when your child starts trusting you enough to where like no matter what's going on, they know that you will protect them. And so they hide behind you. It's like... Oh man, it'll, it'll hit you. Um, and I feel like this illustration is true, right? Like when we walk, our walk with the Lord, we say the things that we fear, right? The money problems, the stress at work, the unknowns we have in society. We say, let's take those fears and doubts and worries and submit it to Jesus, right? Submit it to the Lord and trust that he will protect and guide you whatever his will is for you. Um, and a verse comes to mind for me, um, Matthew chapter 11, you don't need to jump there, I'll, I'll read it to you, but very famous passage, but it's uh, incredibly powerful. Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30. It says, come to me all who are weary and broken hearted, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, but let me make sure I read it right. Verse 28, come to me all who are weary and, bur and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Right, when we fear things, we have to remind ourselves of who's always in control. Our Lord is always in control, right? No matter how out of control we may feel, uh, He is always in control. Okay, so that's you know, how, we, how we deal with fearing other things, but what about fearing the Lord? Because right, that's what it says in, in verse 7 in Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. 
And so we, we kind of know like, okay, what, what am I supposed to do with fear of other things? I take that to Jesus and I submit it to him and trust that he's in control. So, but fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So simple, yet so powerful. Having an understanding of who God is, I feel like is the first step to true knowledge. He is God, all-powerful, all-knowing God, you know, who, who created the heavens and the earth and breathed life into our lungs that gives life to us every moment of every day, right? The fact that we can breathe in at this exact moment is a blessing from him that sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins so that we can have life and life to the fullest. And that promise isn't, isn't just for today, but it's when we die, we get to spend eternity in the presence of a holy God where there'll be no more pain or suffering, just his holy presence. That God. So with that in mind, what does it mean to fear God? Does it mean we hide in, in, in fear that he's going to strike us down the next time we mess up? Well, he could, but <laughs> no, no. I feel like the, Lord, the fear of the Lord in its simplest form is understanding his holiness. How incredible blessed we are that the God of the universe wants a relationship with you. The God of the universe wants a relationship with you. And once you have this correct, correct perspective that God is in control and everything is beneath him, then we can begin to understand everything else, right? It's, it's step one. And this, here's the sad thing is that there are some incredibly smart people in this world that have more degrees than I could ever imagine, right? They have more letters coming after their name than I'll, I could even spell. They can make complex issues seem simple. They know all these things about so many things, right? Yet... Many of them have missed the most important step, the first step, understanding what it means to fear the Lord, to realize his holiness and to know that he is the creator of the universe, not us, that he sent his son Jesus to die a death that we deserve so that we can have life, that you can have freedom from pain and affliction and receive the grace of Jesus. Now, let me stop there. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there is no greater decision you can make in your life. And if you want to know more information about what it means to know Jesus, text prayer, 642-123. We would love to be in contact with you and talk to you more about what it means to accept Jesus. Um, another thing I want to hit on uh, is the Lord is pretty clear uh, later in this chapter how he feels about when uh, people ignore the fear of the Lord and having a right relationship with him. You know, I think that sometimes we have all of this uh, earthly wisdom, you can say, right, of all different things, but we ignore the most simple and powerful thing, which is step zero, which is having the right understanding of who God is. Because if we have the right understanding of who God is, then everything else can start making sense in our life. But if that's off, right, like if that's not right, then everything else past that isn't going to fit right. right. It's like you're making Ikea furniture. God bless them, whoever designs Ikea furniture. I, I, I like Ikea. My wife really, really likes Ikea. I like the hot dogs. 
they're like 70 cents. Problem is though, if you've been to Ikea since, you know, COVID, you can't eat the hot dog in, in the store. So like you have to order the hot dog and then walk outside. So you can't like eat the hot dog while you walk around. So the best part of Ikea, which is eating a hot dog and helping me forget that I'm taking 20,000 steps around a furniture store is because I get to eat a hot dog at the same time. But you can't do that right now. Um, but it, it, it's like Ikea furniture in this sense. Um, if you skip the first step and you try to jump to the very end and you're trying to put together your cabinet or whatever you are and you forget the very first step, it's not going to work, right? Because every step has been orchestrated so that one builds off the next one. And so our understanding of this planet, understanding of others, understanding of marriage, of your job, of money, of, of raising kids, everything is based on having the correct understanding of who God is. You following me? So if I have the correct understanding of who God is, then I'm going to be a, the husband I'm supposed to be. Then I'm going to be the, 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 the father. I'm going to be the spouse or the, or the coworker or the whatever you want to fill in the blank, literally anything. And I feel like in our society, and it, it makes sense, right? Because a lot of people don't know Jesus is we try to jump to the end, seven steps to be a better dad or 10, 10 ways that you can be the man you're supposed to be, or five easy steps to get that promotion, right? And there's, there's all these things. I mean, there is a plethora of material that we could read until we are uh, gray in hair because of how to be the dad, how to be a husband, how to be all these kind of things. And I'm not saying it's pointless. I'm not. It, there, is a, there is a need for that. But if my relationship with the Lord isn't right, then it ain't, it's a temporary fix. And so before I move on to my last little part of Proverbs I want to hit on, some of y'all today need to start with verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And you've been gaining a lot of earthly knowledge, but you've been ignoring the most important one, which is understanding who Jesus is. And here's my prayer. If you want to know how to know the Lord better, I don't know if you can see this. It's in this book. That's the incredible thing. Is not, we don't have to just like say, okay, I'm going to stand outside God and hope I absorb some of your knowledge. It's in this book. And it's incredible when we dive into the word of God, it does something to our soul. Just this morning, I've been reading through uh, 1 Samuel. So now I'm in 2 Samuel and I was reading about uh, Meshebetheth, I don't know. What Jonathan's son's name, what's his name? <laughs> it's a hard name to pronounce. But I was reading about David, and, and, and he, had a, he was really close with uh, Saul's son, who was the king before, and his name was Jonathan, and he had a son that was lame in both feet because he fell when he was young, and, and David, like, called him into the kingdom, and he could have killed him, right, because he was, in theory, the heir to the throne of the son of Saul, but he didn't. He showed him this grace and this love, and, and I was just blown away with this idea of adoption, right, that David didn't have to do that, but he did because he loved and I was then I jumped over to Romans and Romans 8 when it talks about 
that we were adopted into, into sonship or daughtership because of who Jesus is, that we deserve death. Our birthright was death, but because of Jesus, we now can have life. I don't know. There's something powerful about knowing Jesus, man. And that's off topic, but it's for somebody. So I'm praying for you that you will uh, walk in humility and uh, understand the knowledge of fearing the Lord. All right, let me uh, let me wrap up here before I go too long. Um, I want to jump now to Proverbs chapter one twenty eight uh, through twenty nine. Um, I want to read this to you. So if you if you read through the rest of Proverbs, the chapter one, it kind of starts like ripping people. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and he kind of. Lays down very clearly what it is when you don't fear the Lord, right? And he kind of very clearly lays it out about uh, calamity and pain and suffering when you don't have the right perspective of the Lord. And I'm going to jump um, to kind of where he kind of summarizes it uh, in verse 28 and 29. He says, Then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but will not find me. Why? Verse 29, since they hated knowledge did not choose to fear the Lord. Again, it comes down to understanding who the Lord is. Uh, and then he kind of summarizes everything in, in verse 30, 30 through 33, right? I'm going to kind of read these three and then we'll, we'll chat about it. So verse 29, since they did not choose to fear the Lord, verse 30, since they would not accept my advice and spurn my rebuke, they will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. For their waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. Solomon summarizes everything kind of during this last verse, and it really goes with the series we're in right now, which is to live by the Spirit. It's been an incredible series if you've been following along. If not, you can catch up on our podcast or YouTube Um we can rest knowing that no matter what comes our way, that the Lord is in control. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, don't, don't hear this verse and say, well, I'm going to live in safety and be at ease. So everything's just going to be great all the time. And I'm just going to skip around and the birds will always be chirping. And I'm never going to catch another red light again in my life. And no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Um, there will be pain. There will be suffering. Um, there will be hard things that happen because we live in a broken world, right? But the incredible thing to know is that in that pain and in that suffering, you're not alone. See, there's something powerful about not being alone in suffering, right? There's something about suffering with someone else uh, like, I don't know if you ever played a sport in high school or something, but you know, you're doing sprints and you just want to vomit, right? And you just, you're exhausted. And I played baseball in high school and we'd do this thing called triangles where you'd start at home and you had to run to the right field pole and then you had to run to the left field pole and then run home and you had to hit a certain time. And, and they were horrible, right? And they're hard. And of course we would never hit time. And so you're just exhausted, but there was something about we're doing this together. And then there's other times where, say, you got in trouble, isolated event, you did something in class, we had to run triangles by yourself, and they were so much more difficult when you're by yourself, right? Because there's something about 
pain and suffering done alone that is much more difficult because I believe <laughs> the Lord wired us to not deal with pain and suffering alone. And maybe today you're dealing with pain and suffering and you feel alone. And I want you to know that that doesn't have to be the case. Because if you know Jesus, the Lord is with you. And if you need some encouragement today, go back and listen to this Living by the Spirit because it has been speaking some truth from Galatians chapter 5 that you are not alone. And that when you accept Jesus, the presence of God is with you. That same God we talked about that created everything is with you. And he gives us promises, like in Matthew 11 that I read earlier, um, that his yoke is eating, his, his burden is light. Come to me, all who are weary and broken heart, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in the heart. For you find rest for your souls, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Right? He, he gives us promise after promise after promise that I'm not going to keep you from pain, necessarily, but that he will be with you in the pain. And let me tell you, that is more powerful than not going through pain at all. The fact that the Lord can be with us in the growing, in the trying, in the, in the difficult seasons is more powerful and more good for our soul than if he would have had us avoid the pain. And I think you would agree with me on that, right? Have you ever been through a situation where um, you don't want to go through it again, right? Like, you're like, I don't want to necessarily go through that layoff or this difficult season in our marriage or this, this hardship we had with our child. But when you reflect back on it, you say, I'm glad I did because it made me into the man or made me into the woman or the father or the husband or the coworker, boss or fill in the blank, right? That, that I needed to be and that I am now better because of it. And I believe that's how the Lord works, right? He, he disciplines those who he loves. Um, so yeah. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone. The Lord is with you if you know Jesus. And again, if you don't know Jesus today, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it means to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior because it's the greatest decision you will ever make in your entire life. Um, all right, let me wrap up here. Let's summarize, right? Uh, verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So today, today, if you haven't spent time with the Lord today, and this is great that you're on the Devo, I love that, but I think it's also good to have some one-on-one -on -one time, right? A vertical relationship between you and the Lord, right? Um, if you haven't spent time in his word today, make some time. You have time. We all have time. You know that. Make some time. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Everything else will start making more sense when we have the right perspective of who God is. And then the second thing is that when we do that well, verse 33, so the very beginning and the very end of the chapter, verse 33, but whoever listens to me, in other words, whoever understands fearing of the Lord will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm because the Lord will be with you. He will guide you and see you through it. Um, 
Also, I just want you to know that we are here to celebrate with you the good and the bad. Come alongside those who are struggling. I'm really thankful for y'all. I'm really thankful for this church family. Um, it has been such a blessing to me to be a part of this church, and I am so humbled um, that I get to play a small, small part uh, of this church. And so, uh, man, I'm just thankful, y'all. We are so incredibly blessed to be a part of New Hope Church and what all the Lord has done. And he's not done. That's the crazy thing, is he's not done. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus that he is in control. Um, reminder, y'all, we uh, have, starting this Thursday, our Thursday night services, 7 p.m. at all of our campuses. If you feel comfortable coming in person, we also have uh, services on Sunday. And if um, you're not feeling comfortable with that, we still have our iCampus 945 right where you're watching from. You would love for you to join us at that as well. So I love you, church family. Thank you so much. God bless. See you soon.